Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 85th episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Schaubell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is former U.S. presidential candidate Andrew Yang. Born in Schenectady, New York, Yang was bullied growing up as one of the few Asians in his hometown of Westchester. He was a gifted child, skipping a grade, attending the Center for Talented Youth at Johns Hopkins University, and then going to an elite boarding school. Yang majored in economics and political science at Brown University and has a law degree from Columbia. His first job was as a corporate attorney, but eventually quit to launch his first startup, Stargiving, that eventually failed during the dot-com bubble. From there, he became the CEO of Manhattan Prep, a test prep company, which was acquired in 2009. Yang then started the nonprofit fellowship program Venture for America. In 2017, he launched his presidential campaign, but later dropped out to endorse Joe Biden. Yang's new nonprofit is called Humanity Forward, which is dedicated to continuing his UBI and data security movements. More recently, he launched his podcast, Yang Speaks, and a few UBI experiments. Since I focus on employment topics and issues, I was excited to hear Yang's perspective on the future of work and career. You started off as a political unknown, but you were able to create and sustain a movement with legions of fans known as the Yang Gang. Yang Gang! (laughs) What do you think were the key elements in your ability to start the movement, rapidly scale it, and then sustain it for such a long time? Well, starting the movement was a lot of work, uh, and it it happened the same way that would happen for anyone listening to this right now, which is you're going to call people you know, friends and family. Uh, colleagues, people that have worked with you and and say, hey, I've got this plan. Now, in my case, the plan was, I'm going to run for president. (laughs) And then then you ask them for help. Uh, And then some of them say, would love to help. And then some say, "Eh, let me get back to you. That's the way anything gets started. That's the way my presidential campaign started. If it seems like it's uh, enormous, everything starts with the same first steps. So the way something gets started is the same as any enterprise, organization, idea, book club, whatever it is, you just got to reach out to some people and try and uh, get them on board. The way it scaled was that I had a consistent vision for the future of the country that I just kept hitting over and over again. Uh, And I thought that if people could see that vision would improve their lives, that eventually we would catch fire. It seemed to outside observers that that happened really quickly or or naturally, but I was grinding away, uh, hitting the same message for months and months before it really took off. So just know that that's the way things scale in many cases, that you just have to be persistent, keep hitting the same points if you think that your value is there. If your value is not there, then hitting the same points is not going to (laughs) work. But in my case, I was very confident that universal basic income was the future of our country, and I knew it would break through. And, and now sustaining it, 
Um, now my organization, Humanity Forward, is still distributing economic relief to people. Uh, we're working as hard as ever trying to implement our vision even now, even though I'm not in office, obviously. Uh, there's still ways that we can get resources into people's hands, humanize the economy, uh, start trying to do things differently. So that, that's the way we've managed to continue uh, our growth. And you've been credited widely with raising awareness for universal basic income, UBI, and are now suggesting that Americans get paid $2,000 per month. One of the things that doesn't get talked about and the hidden benefit of UBI is the fact that it gives workers more leverage in the employer-employee relationship, such that, for example, if you have a toxic manager, you're more likely to leave because you have the security net. If you wanted to start a freelance career or start a business, you're more likely to pursue those paths because you have a safety net. Uh, how do you think UBI is a game changer for a citizen's career prospects? Uh, it makes us much harder to push around because you know right now there are these uh, people that would leave their job in a heartbeat if they knew they could meet their basic needs. And I'm talking about everyone from the waitress in the diner whose boss is harassing them to someone who just isn't uh, being presented with the opportunities uh, that they want or have another dream that they like to pursue. One of the things I'm deeply motivated by is that entrepreneurship has collapsed in this country and this crisis has made it much, much worse. So the question is, how are we going to rebuild small businesses? How are we going to rebuild entrepreneurship and risk-taking? And we all know that if you had $2,000 a month coming in that you didn't have to worry about, then you would start to think bigger about the kind of work that you want to do. We also need to recognize the work that's being done in our homes. Right now, stay-at-home moms like my wife, Evelyn, uh, get paid zero. And they're working as hard or harder than anybody, um, particularly if you're a single mom, you're doing two jobs at least. So we need to put money into people's hands to also broaden what we think of as work. Yeah, and you talk a lot about automation. And while many people think that right now companies are less likely to invest in automation, it's actually not true because revenues have declined, profits have declined, and labor has gone up in cost. So companies are investing more in automation. There was an EY study that said over 40% of companies are accelerating their plans for automation. And you say that the economy is going to become more inhuman, which I agree. What can people do right now to prepare for the jobs of the future? Uh, the best thing we can do is invest in ourselves, our relationships, and uh, our ability to project what we do digitally. And I, I feel very, very bad for so many people who rely upon being physically next to you in order to make a living, all the personal trainers and stylists and uh, yoga teachers and on and on. The economy is not going to bounce back in the same shape that it was. Yeah, I want to go back to your campaign again and talk about your decision making because I'm very curious because during the campaign, you have to make a lot of different evaluations, right? You have advisors, but at the end of the day, you as a leader have to make that call because your name is on the line. How did you know when to keep pushing forward, when to change paths, and eventually when to quit and, and still maintain and motivate your supporters in the process? So dropping out was very, very difficult. I thought I was never going to drop out. I thought I would just be like, I'm going to be in this forever. Like, you know, there's no reason for me to ever drop out because, you know, I can keep on making the case. And it really took my advisor sitting me down in New Hampshire and saying, look, um, we think that you're going to have a more powerful message and better platform to keep fighting for universal basic income and a human-centered economy and these other things if you suspend earlier. 
and here's why. And they laid out the case and the case made sense to me. And it was really surprising uh, when I saw it because I thought I was just going to be like there forever. I was going to be like the candidate no one can get rid of. Uh, you know, like my, because I also thought my entire campaign was built around being politically independent and being like the scrappy entrepreneur. I was like, what scrappy entrepreneur would get it out just because they, <laughs> they had a couple sure. of <laughs> bad uh, results. But when my advisor sat me down and said, look, here's path A, here's path B, and path A is better for the movement, and we recommend path A, and it had real facts behind it and logic behind it, I was like, okay. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice is to find someone whose career that you want for yourself and then try to support them, work for them, uh, emulate them. If you can find that person and you can add value to that person's organization, you're going to be in great shape. On the flip side, if you look around and you can't find anyone whose life and career you want, then you should probably have some feelers out there to try and find something. Because <laughs> if there's no one in your organization whose career you want, then it's highly improbable uh, to lead you there. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Andrew. To follow his journey, you can listen to his podcast, Yang Speaks, and find him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where he shares his conversations, quarantine adventures, announcements, and political commentary. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.